Are you ready for the end of the world? Uh-huh. <laughs> be ready, be ready. This is Ord Energy Mon, and I want to remind you that you are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up! <laughs> I'm kind of awake. Wake up! And be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You are listening to your community spirit on your community radio. This is Ord Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And today is the 274th day of the year. There are only 91 days left in the year. Is that possible? Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's the years that time flies when you're having fun. The year's almost over. Today is October Fool's Day. October. And it's Lee National Denim Day. It happens to be National Diversity Day. Um, yeah, apparently we just need a day for that. <laughs> yeah. Everything's homogenous all the other days. It is World Smile Day and World Vegetarian Day. <laughs> so, you know, if you see a vegetarian, you could smile because they didn't eat your steak. Yeah. And I don't think I get I don't think I got my hugs for a vegetarian hug a vegetarian day so yeah so now you get a smile at a vegetarian day yeah <laughs> or a smile with a vegetarian <laughs> um today happens to be UN International Day of Older People huh <laughs> <laughs> and um Simchat Torah which is a religious holiday and there's a few birthdays um. Let's see. Anniversary of the Model T Ford and the CD player. What's, hmm. what's that? <laughs> CD player. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess they still use those things. Yeah, those silly things. Independence Day in both Cyprus and Nigeria, and it's National Day in China. Hmm. All right. Coming up tomorrow, we have Guardian Angels Day. So the guardian angel will be watching out for you only tomorrow. <laughs> Once a year. <laughs> Once a year. So I think, does that mean, or maybe it's their day, so they take the day off. Oh, they take the day off, yeah. So it's the Guardian <laughs> Angels Day, and they're like, today's my day. I don't have to watch over you. Yeah, so you might want to be a little more cautious tomorrow. <laughs> it's uh, National Custodial Workers Day. All right. Uh, people often forget about custodial workers, but if they were gone, uh, you notice pretty quickly. <laughs> what uh, is that movie? A Day Without a Mexican? Yeah, A Day Without a Mexican. That's a good movie. Well, how about A Day Without a Custodian? Yeah. <laughs> Society would collapse. Uh, let's see. We've got the UN International Day of Nonviolence. So once again, one day of the year we get to be nonviolent. <laughs> Hopefully more than one day. It's World Card Making Day, World Farm Animals Day, and it's the anniversary of the Peanuts comic strip. How about we make a card to a farm animal? <laughs> yeah, dear farm animal. Not out of a farm animal because <laughs> it's their day. Yeah. <laughs> And it's also uh, the birthday of Mohandas Gandhi and Groucho Marx. I didn't know they shared a birthday. They balance each other out, right? Yeah. He, Gandhi takes a more serious approach, and Groucho, well, he's, he's a comedian. Really? <laughs> didn't know that. Um, tomorrow is Independence Day for Ghana. Sunday, October 3rd, is Country in Bed and Breakfast Day. Hmm. How about that? Intergeneration Day. Pretty good. It's also World Communion Sunday. So you could have communion with many 
different age groups, so you can get both of them in one shot. Yes. <laughs> it's the anniversary of the German unification, and it's National Foundation Day in Korea, and that's on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> and Monday is Child Health Day, so your child gets to be healthy for a day. <laughs> uh, improve Your Home Office Day, uh, St. Francis of Assisi Feast Day, uh, the 10-4 Day, uh, because it is the 4th of October. Oh, I was trying to figure that out, because 10-4 <laughs> is like CB yeah. talk for where is your location. Yeah, 10-4, so 10-4. <laughs> where are you at? Well, I'm on the 4th of October. <laughs> yes. UN World Habitat Day. It's a day to consider and take care of our world habitat. It's the anniversary of Sputnik, the uh, the first satellite to make it up into space. Uh, hey, wait a second. I thought we got the first one up there. <laughs> You're spreading rumors, huh? Because yeah, Sputnik was a Russian. Yes, you may notice that Sputnik is not an American name. <laughs> uh, they got out a satellite up there first. Huh. It was apparently a big deal. People were all scared. Oh, no, they've got something in outer space and we don't. <laughs> uh, let's see. Birthday of President Rutherford Hayes. Uh very exciting day to memorialize. Uh, I don't even really think about President Rutherford Hayes very much. 19th president. It's the birthday of Confucius. And it's Independence Day in Lesotho. What is that? I, I don't know. I, I haven't g- been there. I, get <laughs> I haven't been there. Not yet. I have a, a co- All right. It's a country we get to look up. Tuesday is UN World Teachers Day. Wednesday is Balloons Around the World and National German-American Day. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday, uh, the birthday of Vladimir Putin and Desmond Tutu, the president of Russia um, and the South African archbishop. Hmm. I almost said them backwards just to confuse people. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, again, today happens to be Friday. It does. Yeah. It has been all day, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Um, it is the 1st of October. I think that means that... <laughs> I don't know what it means. Uh, it um, means that uh, fall is here. Well, uh, yeah. He, you may have noticed that it's not... When you woke up this morning, it wasn't 90 degrees out. <laughs> nope. Um, a few happenings. If you would like your happenings to well happen, you probably should email us, the happening guys, and we'll get it on our list of happenings. Yes. And I only said happening. Well, let's see. If I can make it happen, (laughs) I said it. Our happenings are happening. Well, now you said it eight times. I was trying to stick for just seven, but I couldn't think of another one. (laughs) Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. These happen every Friday at 6 p.m. at the Guy House Interface Center, which is at 913 South Illinois Avenue. This week, we are cooking sun foods with Matt Coleman. You know, Mediterranean foods like uh, sun-dried tomatoes and sun tea. Sponsored Mm -hmm. by AES Solar as the dinner party for the Heartland Solar Tour. Just what is slow food? Well, you know what fast food is, right? Well, at a slow food dinner, people meet and cook together, taking their time to enjoy the company and savor the meal. This series brings culture and cuisine from all over the world rate to, well, our minds and our mouths. So, hmm. and love to see you there. So, All right, we also have coming up on Saturday, the Farmer's Market. It happens Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon when it's in season, and we are still in season. It happens over at the Westtown Mall parking lot. 
which is on the far west side of Carbondale, just past the Murdale Shopping Center. All sorts of fresh veggies, crafts, etc. Uh, for us to sample over there. Veggie and what? Crafts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said something thought else. I said something else. <laughs> so, yeah, we also, another staple of our Saturday uh, adventures is the Vigil for Peace. Happens at Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion in Carbondale. They're out there holding vigil to bear witness to the costs of war and to hold out hope for the possibility of peace. So it's good to have people uh, raising their voices for peace. Uh, did you just say the possibility of peace? Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> if you don't think positive and think forward and think now, <laughs> will it happen? The, the extreme likelihood and the inevitability of peace. <laughs> there you go. Now we're talking. This is your community spirit, not your bummer spirit. <laughs> well, peace starts within, so you can start uh, start working on that peace right now. And then the world eventually will catch on. <laughs> All right. Do we want to talk about the uh, the pledge drive, too? Um, we could. Um, if you would like to... L- have a little piece of our, our, your community spirit, your community radio, you should, well, help us out. And I actually brought um, a prize this week. This uh-huh. time I'm not calling it a bribe. <laughs> it's a prize. Um, I'm going to be solar powering this Saturday from 3 to 9 p.m. an art and wine festival right downtown. And I have, guess what, a, an entrance wristband. Ooh. Yeah, so uh-huh. you will have to call and make a pledge. And then you can come and listen to some solar-powered music. And um, did I mention the wine tasting? Yes. you, you And will. the art? <laughs> you can sample the power of the sun and the power of the vine. They're the same. <laughs> yes. Like the, the vine gets its power from the sun uh-huh. and the soil. There you go. So <laughs> um, give us a call, 618-457-3691. And we will talk with you. More happenings. Church and State in America. The Ball Knob Cross and the Ground Zero Mosque. Wow, that's intense. Monday, October 4th, 7.30 to 9 p.m. at the Carbondale Civic Center. The next Ralph Anderson Interfaith Dialogue will be on Church and State in America. The Ball Knob Cross and the Ground Zero Mosque. The event will be held on Monday, October 1st, again, 7.30 p.m. at the Carbondale Civic Center. The main presentation will be by Lenny Gross, uh, SAU School of Law. Responders will be the Reverend Tim Woodward and Iman abdul Haq. The event is sponsored by the Carbondale Interfaith Council, and everyone is welcome. For more information, contact Ken Starbuck at C-U-B-R-A-T-S at verizon.net or 942-3986. That's intense. Church and State in America, the Bald Knob Cross, and the Ground Zero Mosque. We will be right back with some more happenings and news. Do you have happenings? Well, give us a call. Send us an email. Our email is info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Yes, we do have our own website, and we do post our show on there every week. So if you miss our show, you can listen to us.
on the air, on the internet, on the airwaves. So we have a lot of happenings and a lot of news, and we don't have a chance to mention all of it on the air every week because, well, we have a half hour, and it's hard to get all the week's happenings and all the week's news jam-packed into one half-hour show. If you would like to get on our newsletter list, please email info at yourcommunityspirit.org, and we will add you to our radio show email list, and you will get all the happenings that are happening. October is GLBT History Month. This Saturday, October 2nd, is the Community Pride Picnic from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Church of the Good Shepherd, which is at 515 South Orchard Drive. Come support this community-wide event for GLBT people and friends. Join in games, musical performances, contests, food, door prizes, and appearances by community leaders. There will be informational tables for GLBTQ support organizations, art, and more. How could you have more than that? Wow. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot going on. I was actually off answering the phone. Did you explain what GLBT stands for? I did not. Uh, it's I just for gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgendered. So it's a month to uh, celebrate and honor the issues of that community. Of the rainbow community. Yes, the rainbow which community. Which a, a little bit of everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I wanted to mention, uh, we just got a pledge, actually. And it was partially in response to your little bribe there, but also a regular listener, uh, Linda, has pledged support for WDBX. Will do. And are they coming to listen to the solar-powered music tomorrow? Uh, yes. <laughs> Will do. All right. We'll get you that ticket. Stop by and, um, well... I will call you and find out how to give it to you. Yes. <laughs> so a few other happenings. Yes, other happenings. We've got a few others related to uh, GLBT Month. One is a, uh, a leadership retreat. Uh, it's happening 1 to 6 p.m., and you can contact them for the locations. This is free and open to all supportive students. I know we have some community member listeners, but we also have some student listeners. Thought I'd throw that one in there. Uh, so for information on the details, you can contact the GLBT Resource Center at 618-453-5627 or at glbtrc at siu.edu. So let's see. Uh, another one happening on Wednesday, further off the straight and narrow. Uh, new gay visibility on television from 1998 to 2006. This is happening at 7 p.m. at the Student Center the Kaskia and Missouri Room. Uh, since the last episode of the popular program, Ellen, and I actually, I remember that episode of Ellen. Uh, th there was an episode of Ellen when she came out on the air. Well, yeah. her character came out. And it was the last episode? Yeah. Did they yank it off the air or what? Um, no, I think it was already the uh, the plan, but it was... Uh, no, wait, it was that? I think that was the last episode of that season. I thought they had another season after that. Oh, okay. But anyway, it, it was a funny episode because they, they made all sorts. It was very serious because it was the first main gay character to be out on the air. Really? Yeah, but it was also, they, they kept their humor about themselves as they talked about it too. 
Like they joked that, oh, if you if you convert someone to being gay, you get a toaster oven. You know, all these these fears and these stereotypes they addressed in just a single episode. <laughs> it with with her comic style, it was great. <laughs> but then you know, it's been it's been what ten that episode. So this this event at seven p.m. at the student center on Wednesday is going to talk about where where it's gone from there. You know, at that point you just had one character who was representing an entire diverse community, but now they've been all these different roles and. Some of them good, some of them not so good. They get to have a good conversation about that. Next Thursday, Acts of God. No. (laughs) I think those happen on a regular basis. (laughs) But are natural disasters God's punishment? A local panel of locally clergy offer responses from their diverse traditions. That will be next Thursday at 12 p.m. at the SIUC Student Center, Kaskaskia Room. I guess avoid that room if you don't want to hear and talk <laughs> about acts of God. Yeah, there might but, be some heated discussion. There. No, actually, probably if you're not in that room, you're going to be rained upon by acts of God. <laughs> yeah. So, in news, nationwide this Saturday, October 2nd, from 10 to 3 o'clock, homeowners are opening their homes to showcase energy efficiency and renewable energy as part of the National Solar Tour. Now, locally, we have the Heartland Solar Tour, which is part of the National Solar Tour. And as I mentioned before, this year Southern Illinois offers a unique part of the tour. The Downtown Art and Wine Fair, brought to you by Carbondale Main Street, will be on the evening of October 2nd from 3 to 9 p.m. And the music will be completely off-the-grid solar-powered. This is part of the world's largest grassroots solar event, featuring more than 150,000 participants and tours. And this is the first year they actually have tours in every state, including Mexico and the island states. Mm -hmm. Or the island, what are they? Uh, Territories. Territories, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're not allowed to call them states because then they get silly things like voting rights. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know Mexico was part of the U.S., but for the first time, the National Solar Tour is including Mexico. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so it's a way to learn them how easy it is to go solar and how to save money from the latest incentives. Go to Heartland Solar Tour and look at um, all the different, you know, homes and, um, well, including the federal building. You should swing by the federal building and look at the brand new solar system that's on it. Yes, it's very impressive. Carbondale now has a lot more solar panels just, than used to. Just be careful. Remember, the parking lot, that's trespassing. <laughs> if You can't just get out and take pictures because that's federal property. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, pause a moment and realize that you're stopping and, you know, hanging out in the federal building parking lot. It's not a good place to loiter. <laughs> no. But if you, you know, you can drive by it, see what it looks like, walk by on the sidewalk. Well, it's hard to miss. It's 495 solar modules. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, so. It's it, more than I could count when I was standing there. I walked yeah. by on the sidewalk. And really? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I'm glad you counted and remembered so we'd have <laughs> the official figure. <laughs> well, actually, I saw the plans, so it ah. said right on the plans. <laughs> And it's, uh, let's see, it's 101,475 watts. <laughs> so what, what it actually is. So um, a typical residential system is like 3,000 watts. So yeah. it's a big system. 
Um, is it? Uh, next, we think of Back to the Future, 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> so again, this Saturday from 10 to 3, homeowners across southern Illinois are opening their homes to showcase renewable energy. Uh, HeartlandSolarTour.org and pick the ones you like and go to them and you know stop at the wineries and make a day of it. So yeah, um, sounds like a good time. Look at the home listings, directions, and information. All right, can have a very sunny day. <laughs> An energizing day. Yes. Yeah. Can and get then energized. yeah, get some wine and art at the end of the day. It's it'll be a full day. <laughs> so. Are you ready for the end of the world? <laughs> well, we joke about it. <laughs> we joke about it. There, well, there's somebody here we've got a message from who's not who doesn't quite find it as funny <laughs> as we do. <laughs> I guess his nation is in the front lines of uh, certain issues. Really? Yes. It's a, a passport to survival. It's a message from President Nasheed. Dear friends, as president of one of the world's most climate-vulnerable countries, I want to thank you for your tireless work and offer my wholehearted support for Global Work Party on 10-10-10. That's coming up on October 10th. Uh, he will be working hard in support of 10-10-10, uh, up on the roof installing solar panels. Uh, but the event is just one of dozens of activities planned in the Maldives. He's the president of the Maldives. Uh, and thousands worldwide in support of this campaign. He says, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to continue working to ensure that the planet meets the sustainable goal of returning CO2 concentrations to 350 parts per million. For the Maldives, 350 is more than just a number. It's a passport to survival for our entire nation. With best wishes, President Mohamed Nasheed, President of the Maldives. Now, the now, Maldives, If yeah. you don't know, they're an island. Uh, it's, uh, it's a few islands, right? A little island chain. And they're, they're at about, oh, what is it, a couple feet above sea level? So if the sea level rises, it's already starting to rise and, you know, flood the edges of the island. If it, the sea level rises another foot or two, <laughs> they're in serious trouble. Yeah. And the climate well, more than serious. Um, yeah, I mean, they're... Dire trouble. Dire trouble. They lose their homes. They have to go <laughs> find other places to well, live. Well, more than they lose their homes, they lose their country. Yeah, their country. Imagine if, you a know... A home is just a home, but yeah. to lose your whole country. I mean, you can all... People think, you know, you lose your home, you, you just go move... go to another home, yeah. Yeah, you just move over here. But if you lose, like, the whole country, what happens to your country then? Yeah, you, you lose your national identity. It's just gone. So. You all become refugees. So, yeah, it's, uh, the climate projections already say that the Maldives might be out of luck, but we can still work to try to prevent that. Sorry. Leading the way beyond LEAD. Now, LEAD stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design, which is a standard, probably the highest standard of green building there is, um, put out by the U.S. Green Building Council. Leading the way beyond lead, the case for super ambitious living buildings. I have to pause for a second. Living buildings. Four years ago, Seattle architect Jason McLennan introduced the living building challenge, posing the question, quote, what if every single act of design and construction made the world a better place, end quote. McLennan proposed a building standard that calls for new structures to produce all of their own energy and use only the water that falls on site. 
Builders must use sustainably sourced materials and avoid a red list of toxic materials including asbestos, mercury, and PVC. Yes, these are toxic chemicals that are regularly used in building projects. They must build the previously developed sites and meet measures of livability, social equality, and beauty. The Living Building challenges seven performance standards, which McLennan calls petals, invoking the elegance and efficiency of a flower, are four far more demanding than even the highest level of LEED, the most widespread green building certification. Now, there is a great article here where they interview and talk about the, you know, going beyond LEED. You know, what would, why is there a need for a new, more stringent standard? Mm. And he answers, there was and continues to be no standard that helps people understand where we ultimately need to head. For the most part, green building standards are all about helping pe- you to be a little less bad. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no future thinking. Yeah. And so the living building challenge is future thinking. If you would like to receive this, it's about a page of information and how to, you know, um, like here's a question. Does it make for a more urban centralized focus? Is there a lot of toxics in buildings? Etc. Um, if you would like to receive this whole thing, please send us an email, info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Yes, or you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. And we will add you to, or we could just send you just today's news, or we can add you to our weekly newsletter. Yes, when you email us, let us know what you'd prefer. So... All right, so we've got another article here we can get to before things wrap up. Well, we can get to a couple of headlines, actually. Headlines and little snippets of the article. Unfair is unsustainable. Growth won't make us happy or more inclined to save the planet. Uh, So this is a British article. What's the latest British taboo? Sex, religion, lavatorial practices? Nope, it's what we earn, according to the Times editorial uh, by David uh, Daniel Finkelstein. In his recent BBC radio show, Can Pay, Will Pay. So this one talks about how inequalities in pay also lead to all sorts of other social and environmental uh, difficulties in a society. That it's, it's something that if you think about it, you'd say, well, that kind of makes sense. But the article talks about some of the details. We also have... Uh, now this one, I wanted to be sure to get to this one. Heavy metal. That's metal as in M-E-T-T-L-E. Heavy metal. Obama is committed to using the whole weight of the presidency to address climate change. Uh, President Barack Obama is committed to throwing the, quote, whole weight of the presidency behind serious climate change reform, which he considers Okay, wait a second. This article, he proclaims this is in Rolling Stones. Yes, he talked to Rolling Stones. And he proclaims that he's going to put the whole weight of the government behind climate change. Yeah. But he proclaims that... In Rolling Stone, in Rolling Stone. And nowhere else. <laughs> yeah. When he's talking to the, you know, the, the hip, cool crowd, he talks about <laughs> climate change. And I want to be sure, you know, to get this on record, we want to we wanna quote that President Obama has said he will throw the whole weight of his presidency behind serious climate change reform. So now w- w- when he, okay, I'll be, I'll be the optimist here. 
Now when he actually does it, we can celebrate him for doing it. And if he doesn't, we can quote him again next week. <laughs> this is our new Obama quotes to bring out every time the issue comes up. Otherwise, the UN appoints an alien ambassador. That's right. The UN has appointed an uh, ambassador to the stars to deal with the affairs between humans and potential visiting aliens. Yes. We'll leave you with that. If you would like to help us support our planet <laughs> as we prepare for the visiting aliens to blow us out of smithereens for not taking care of the planet. Yeah. Wait, we that makes no sense <laughs> at all. Well, we, we want to be sure <laughs> that we've got a nice, we're taking good care of our planet when the aliens come. So Otherwise, they might take it away from us. Um. <laughs> Thank you so much for having this radio station here. I travel a lot. There's only 30 community radio stations in the nation, and we have one right here in this little old Carbondale. Yes. Please give us a call and keep us on the air. Please give us a call at 618-457-3691. And I do have one more ticket to go to the Solar Powered Music Festival tomorrow afternoon. Please give us a call, 618 618- Four five seven three six nine one. See you again on the air next week.